self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am somebody that's not gonna buy new nikes but i'm gonna wear my old nikes with pride also known as calamity red that's how you feel that's how you feel well we're gonna talk about how a lot of people feel about that all right well welcome to another fantastic wonderful episode of conversation con artists (laughs) you can find me mr on point on instagram and twitter at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity also we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show so if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it to our gmail account which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and hit us up that way, Conversation Card Artist. And we have one letter, but it is a doozy. <laughs> yes, week. yes. So, oh my God. I don't know if y'all recall last week us talking about Brittany. Yes. What's up, Brittany? Hey, but she came to pick up some cupcakes that she ordered from me. Yes deliciousness and i got to meet her i had never met her before so that was the first to take to a barbecue that she was gonna have and this letter came from the activities (laughs) of the of the barbecue all right oh jesus hello good people first let me start by saying i did not make this up feel free to summarize lol we'll not be summarizing we'll be reading every single bit of this because it's very important yes (laughs) I was invited to a Labor Day barbecue by some associates that I rarely hang out with but decided to go. Side note, the last time I went to a birthday party at a party center they rented, the birthday girl and her boyfriend started throwing real punches at each other. (laughs) Yeah, they're still together. Back to the story. Wait, okay, Brittany, just a quick sidebar. You ain't learned that. Like, maybe you should hang out with these people. (laughs) But go on. Back to the story. (laughs) I decided to order some good... (laughs) I decided to order some delicious cupcakes from Mr. On Point to take with me. I ate one in the car. I thought I was ordering enough for 10 people as I was told. It was about 50 people there and I was early. They even ordered Porter Johns to accommodate the crowd. I was impressed. I walked around to find the host and offered to help her. She tells me that everything has been set up to stay outside and there's nothing else to do. (laughs) I ask, can we put the cupcakes in the house so the icing will hold? She immediately has this look of concern on her face and says, okay, I'll take them. I decided to go mingle. Everyone's having a great time. There's music, games, people laughing. It's great. Eventually, there's a long line at the portable, so I started toward the door to the house. I get to the door, and this big security guard-looking dude says, nobody is supposed to go in the house. (laughs) I was like, I know the host, and I need the bathroom. It's right there. I can see it. The guy looks over, calls the host, and she comes my way. She goes, I know the line's along, but you can wait. Or, but can you wait? I look at her and say, it's like 10 people in each line of three portables. I tell her, well, hey, I'm about to go home soon. I'll just wait for my house. She says, no, don't leave. It's fine. You can go in. She then says, we haven't cleaned the house and wasn't expecting anyone to go in there. Internal thoughts, it's a barbecue at your house, but I respect that. Maybe people been stealing from out here. House rules are house rules. So I go into this house. There are roaches chilling everywhere. I mean everywhere. They're on the toilet. They're in the sink. I reach for the doorknob and one crawls on my hand. I shriek. It was embarrassing. I walk out of the bathroom and I hear this man say, come here, young lady. I peek around the corner and this old dude is sitting in a wheelchair, rolling one of those old school J's looking directly at me. I say, yes, sir. He goes, 
This house is nasty as hell, ain't it? I wish this bitch will stop trying to have parties with this house looking a fucking mess. He looks at me and waits for me to respond, but I just look at him. He then says, look in that refrigerator and hand me some water. I go to the refrigerator and there are roaches eating everything in there, including the potato salad that I know is about to come out the door and be put on the table. There is no water in the fridge. I happen to notice ribs in the sink marinating with roaches all around it and food on the stove with, you guessed it, roaches. There are silver fish around the back of the sink. He goes, you should really look around this corner right here. They don't wash their behinds and don't brush their teeth either. Old bastards. The man starts laughing and winks at me, then says, you better run home. It's more than that to see from this dirty bitch. <laughs> Shock face. Uh, smiley is on this motherfucking letter. Now, we all know about these roaches out here. Not saying everyone has them, but at least you know about them. I wasn't going to write this for fear of my writing coming off as judgmental, but come on now. Then Grandpa sitting in the living room looking like the beginning of a Stephen King movie. What would be your next action? Would you leave? Would you tell everyone to run? LOL. Excuse my typos. Oh, God, Brittany. When you left here, I had no idea <laughs> that that is what you were heading into. <laughs> she didn't either. <laughs> she didn't either. Well, I won't wish that shit on my worst enemies. Let this be a lesson to just not hang out with these mofos. No more. Like, you didn't seen a fist fight, and now you have been accosted by roaches. I feel like don't. I don't want to see what strike three is. Like, I don't even think you want to give an opportunity for that. Um, so, so many things. Having, the the fact that she was so adamant about nobody going in that house means you know this fucking shit is not okay. You know it's wrong, so why? Why don't you just but fucking see, clean? No, this is the thing. This, this is beyond cleaning. <laughs> this is beyond cleaning. I mean... We talking about trap house standard. Like, I feel like trap houses, I feel like trap houses probably cleaner than this because they don't want roaches in the drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is food. Oh, this is beyond to clean up your house because think about this. Think about this, Red. The house looks good enough from the outside to not feel like it's that filthy on the inside. Oh, that's so terrible. Because... If I thought that a house from the outside looked as filthy as it did on the inside, I would have I would have drove up to that shit with my 24 cupcakes, 23 cupcakes, <laughs> looked and took the fuck on off. With the I wouldn't have stayed. No. Of course. I wasn't gonna stop and get them. I didn't want them to know that I showed up. <laughs> you know? I'm that just saying, if you get worse. invited to a barbecue and it looked nice outside, but it's right next to what looked like a trap house. I mean, windows boarded up, and I'm not staying there. No. Uh-uh. Because we're first off, the neighborhood's got to be questionable. Yeah. Like, True. a drive-by might happen out here. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, maybe a drive-by don't happen, but maybe the local neighborhood goons that, that granddaddy got beef with because he clearly a character out here come to the house and, and call shit with everybody. And he got a weed, man. He might owe some money to Exactly. And me, I'm the big dude. I'm always a target. Okay? Oh, my. To answer her, look, and I know this is probably terrible and wrong, but I would have just got in my motherfucking car. Look, I ain't finna want nobody's shit because it's going to take too long. It's going to take too long for me to go around and everybody get everybody in the group be like, bitches, roaches everywhere and they don't eat this food. Like, I don't even finna deal with that. I'm going the fuck home. <laughs> I'm going to get in my car 
And I'm gonna leave. I ain't even gonna tell the host. Cause I don't even wanna have no fucking conversation with her. I'm gonna go out directly from inside of the house to the inside of my car. Conversation? <laughs> like telling her bye or something came up. Or, uh-uh, I'm just leaving. I ain't saying shit to nobody. I'm gonna make a beeline for my car and leave. You selfish? How is that selfish? <laughs> What do you mean? How was it selfish? I don't know none of these people. She said they was acquaintances. I would let y'all know if we all went to a party together and I went inside and it was roaches and shit. You letting everybody else eat this potato hey, salad look, with a side of roaches? Look, I what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Get into it with her because she over here be telling her guests she got roaches. I ain't gonna deal with that. I'm just leaving. I'm leaving. I ain't have no in no um altercation with her or her big security guard ass nigga. She got guarding the door and she ain't even for the rest of them kind. I'm going to my car. I'm going home. Now if I have friends there, I will go up to individually to my friends and be like, Don't eat this bitch shit. She got roses in there. Silver fish. Roses everywhere. But like acquaintances people out there, mm-hmm, they go in my car. I ain't even gonna say bye. They're gonna leave. So, how would you feel if you saw somebody beelining out of that house to their car I'm gonna while you like... over there eating potato salad and ribs? <laughs> what would you want somebody else to do? There wasn't nobody eating no potato salad and ribs. Could have potato salad and That ribs. was the second thing. It's 50 people. It had to be multiple things of potato salad. <laughs> it couldn't have just been one that was in the refrigerator. Now, if I see her beelining and I'm there, I might I might be like, hey, where you going? You leaving? You ain't gonna do that shit. If I see, well, you probably, I'm not social. Probably not. I probably would just be like, oh, she probably leaving. wouldn't even be there for real. You right. <laughs> Man, you know what? My immediate thought when I was in that house was, I wonder if some matches around here. <laughs> I'm finna burn this you motherfucker can- down. <laughs> You cannot commit arson because of roaches. You're not going to get off. I'm going to run out and be like, oh, no. <laughs> Your house is on fire. I don't know how we advanced to this stage before I got out, but damn. I know. The guy in the wheelchair is outside up front. I don't know how that door got open. I know you don't watch King of the Hill, okay? But there is an episode of King of the Hill where they get a new female pastor. And Hank's dad, Cotton, which who's an asshole, doesn't like her because she's female. He comes to the church and he makes a big old deal. Bobby, when she came, they had like a little get-to-know-you meeting with her. And he ate all of this dish. She was from like Minnesota, some called lutefish, some nasty. Then nobody else want to eat it. He ate all of it and then was embarrassed. So he like threw it, uh, threw the dish away. Everybody found out. She was like, oh, my God, who threw away my lutefish? You know, she felt like people didn't like her. So then church Sunday roll around and Bobby is having all kind of gastrointestinal issues because he ate all of the lutefisk. Cotton come in showing his ass, being an asshole, telling her that she shouldn't be a pastor in front of everybody. And then he leaves to go to the bathroom. Bobby had already left and went to the bathroom and like blew it up apparently. So Cotton came in there and was like, whoo, <laughs> and he lit a match. <laughs> But it didn't do no good, and Cotton just kind of dropped the matches and left. Everything was fine. Bobby was in there hiding because he didn't want his granddad to know it was him. So somebody else come to the door. So Bobby started lighting matches really fast, trying to get rid of the smell, and <laughs> finally realizes that he can't, drops the matches, crawls out the window. 
Well, he threw the last mansion to a trash can and it like set basically the whole fucking church burned down and they blamed his grandfather. <laughs> That's what they reminded me of. Damn. The old man would get blamed for you setting that lady house on fire because he was the one in the house. <laughs> I just I just imagine that he get tortured. Does he live there? <laughs> He gotta live there. He gotta live there. He gotta not be able to get outside. Cause he live in that nasty ass house too. But he also in a wheelchair. So how much how much blame or responsibility do he get put in? I wish this nasty bitch would stop throwing these bodies. Listen, what would be your next action? Let me tell you where let me tell you where my thoughts come from on this situation, okay? I cook. I come from half of the line of my family can cook. My daddy line can cook. My grandmama line or my mama line, no. Okay. But, you know, maybe I can change both lines and my my children's being something that can cook, mm-hmm. depending on who I choose. But um I so I've always been around clean kitchens. Mm-hmm. I've always had emphasized the importance of making sure your your kitchen is set up right. You clean everything, including your collard greens, and not in not in the sink, you know, and not with soap and Clorox. You be seeing people like trying to clean their greens with soap and Clorox Man, and stuff. I'm gonna eat that. Do you, that is not safe. Well, the same people that ate that shit at that barbecue will tell you <laughs> that. Then <laughs> people that don't know. And, but I also worked at a restaurant. I worked at a pizza place and I worked at a restaurant. Now, the pizza place, you know, it is what it is. But the Red Lobster, when I worked there, I I have a very low tolerance for people even talking about they're going to fuck with somebody's food. Mm, you talked about this, yeah. I would have walked out of that motherfucker and said, hold the record. <laughs> hold the record. <laughs> Everybody that got food in your mouth, spit that shit out <laughs> now this nasty ass roach infested ass house got ribs marinated with roaches on it got potato salad with not raisins but roaches put that shit down i'm going to fuck home and throwing up bye <laughs> i don't give a fuck me and that person's friendship if you have the audacity, like, so, okay, let me tell you. So, so you go make a scene. Listen, Gordon Ramsay. I don't know if you ever watched Kitchen Nightmares, Mm-mm. but. I know who he is, though. Kitchen Nightmares was He's a show asshole. where restaurants would basically call him in and he'll check their system out. And some of these systems have fucked up food, old ass food, and he'll taste it. And he is a seasoned chef. He can taste that shit and be like, like, he can see the texture and be like, you look at the texture of it, it's all runny. That means it's two days old. Or it's kind of watery. That means that it's been frozen and, and defrost. Like, he can tell mm-hmm. when some shit ain't fresh like it's supposed to be. And he can also tell when something is going bad. He can go to the back of your kitchen and be like, this is why it's going bad. For example, if you take something that you have cooked that is warm, like if it's a bag of stew or something like that, and you warm it up in a bag and you put it in a, fri- a freezer while it's, it's warm, bacteria will grow at a very, very fast rate. So he'll go into a restaurant and see they have put a, a hot, something hot in there and then know that it's going to go bad really fast and they're going to serve that shit to customers. Mm-hmm. So when they've ever served him something out of a problematic kitchen, 
He say, how dare you fucking have the audacity to serve me some shit out of this kitchen that is filthy, that has all of this old food. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you my closest friend. How the fuck do you have the audacity to call me your friend and have me putting roach eggs in my mouth oh, that God. came out of your kitchen? As far as I'm concerned, I don't give a fuck about your friendship in that in that situation. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But that's that's me with food. Ugh. Like you know, you don't see me in the kitchen. I I put on gloves when I put ice in y'all glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't play about germs, cross contamination, and bacteria and all that shit. So that one fly with me. Period. They How need to be put on glass. I just don't. Like, I feel like they need to be shamed into either not throwing no more parties, cleaning up their house, or, suggestion, set the whole bitch on fire. Make sure your insurance policy is up. Research on Google, not just Google, but Reddit. Get you a little incognito tab so they can't detect that you've been searching for this stuff. Search for best ways to burn down my house without looking like arson. Go to Reddit. And then find some ways to burn your house down. Insurance will pay for it. They could call it exterminator, right? No. <laughs> this is red. This is past exterminator level. That's this so is bad. exterminate your lease level. If 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 my apartment looked like that and, and the maintenance men came in here, I'm getting kicked the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're right. If it was because of my own Filth uh, and dirtiness. Own filth. Yeah. I get kicked out of here. Who ain't checking up on that house to let it get like that? How do you even let it get like that? I had a buddy in high school who had a house that had roach infestation so bad. The first time I went over his house, I was I was paralyzed with <laughs> I was paralyzed with this. I didn't want to offend. So I played like it wasn't no roaches in there. How did you do? Because I can't. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <sighs> I can't. Nigga, I didn't got them little. I don't know how they get into my apartment sometimes. The little cricket, black, big black cricket things. Yeah. That shit freaks me the fuck. And that, I know that came from outside. Some shit because of some filth with rope. Like, there's no way. So what I think is he yeah. had this old ass wooden TV. And I think that old ass TV had a deep roach infestation inside oh. of it um and i think that's where all the roaches were coming from but i think they either didn't know where they were coming from or they just they was okay with it but like when i tell you that was some joe's apartment shit it's ridiculous and when i tell you it was the, that that is amongst some of the hardest shit i done ever done in my <laughs> life including taking the fucking gre graduating from college oh my god you know, telling this girl in uh when I was in undergrad that I really liked her, even though that ain't really my, my thing, <laughs> that sitting there acting like it wasn't no roaches in that bitch was amongst the hardest shit I ever did. Nigga, I pretend like I was Pinocchio before the magic. Ugh. I was like, I was in that bitch like Ray Charles, like, don't see no roaches, don't see no roaches, don't see no roaches, don't see no roaches. And then he'd get up and like leave and be like, motherfucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like shake it off, like, it touched my hand. You went back more than once? No. Oh, okay. Hell no. <laughs> I was like, wait. Okay, so just the one time. I can't do it. 
I just I was like, y'all come to my house. You ask any of my childhood friends, my house was the house that eight or nine cars was outside <laughs> of. Because I wasn't finna go to nobody else's house after that shit. Roaches are so filthy. Like they're so filthy. And people like houses that have roaches. It, it has a smell. Roaches have a. I don't know if it's the roach excrement that makes this like. It's a stinky smell. Like it's like a. I don't even know. Why would you want to live in that? It's so unsanitary and unhealthy and just. Ugh. I would have made no announcement. You better than me. Maybe I should say something to somebody. I would be so fucking disgusted. I'm telling you, be lying to my car, just straight to the car and get the fuck in there. And then I would call all y'all and be like, you ain't gonna believe the fuck. <laughs> and then I guess all y'all would be like, you ain't tell them people so they can leave. Nope. Got in my car, left. And I would never, Brittany, never hang out with them ever again. You done had two bad experiences hanging out with this group of people. Don't let it be a third. Because, I, I mean, you went from a fist fight between a man and a woman to a motherfucking roaching fist. What's the third thing? I, it's progressively gotten worse. I don't want to know. The worst part of this situation. And then you went to all the party pot. You so fucking intent on being in this field that you would rather pay to have three party potties to keep motherfuckers from going inside your goddamn You know how crazy that is? You ordered, I, I wouldn't even know how to go about like getting porta bodies delivered for an event at my house. At my house? Oh. The worst part about this whole situation is that I feel like the, the state of her house is so normalized and she might not recognize how 50 years that she actually let Brittany go into that house. <laughs> like. Because I would have been like, you're going to have to leave when she threatened to leave. Like, All right. In, in the alternate universe where Eddie would be <laughs> the host of a filthy ass house like that. I feel like I had that bodyguard beat your ass and carry you into a bush before I let you go into my house looking like that. If I ain't do it myself. You got to bite like the lick that she went to. To like be able to have this party and serve these people this food around roaches with them not knowing that the roaches was present is insane. You order three porta parties. You had a nigga at the door keeping people out to the point where he had to call you and be like, hey, it's a girl over here trying to get in the house. Like, what? The levels <laughs> of deceit. I feel like you need to have one of them uh, men in black neuralizers. <laughs> As soon as you walk out, you be like, ooh, put your little glasses on. <laughs> be like, ooh, what is this? Flash her ass. You ain't just see shit when you went in that house, except the best clean looking ass house you've never seen in your life. <laughs> I, I got, listen, and, and I tell people this all the time. You done came to my apartment. I work my ass. I got two dogs that live in my apartment. One that don't really do much and then another one who do too much. I work very hard to keep my You ain't going to walk in my house and be like, smells like dog. Never. <laughs> I work very hard. I'm not going to say they ain't never had no accidents. Well, as soon as I find out that they pissed or shit in my eye on my hands and my knees scrubbing. Well, and it, you know what? I ain't even finna sit up here and like it's for y'all or anybody that come to my house. I don't want to smell the shit. 
I don't want to be in a house covered in dog hair shit. And so I vacuum and I clean and they get baths and I change their water bowls and all and clean their their food. Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Listen, I just don't get it. Y'all come over my spot all the time and I'm willing to own my level of clutter. Okay. I got a lot of shit. <laughs> Everywhere in every room, I it's really really hard you do have to manage clean. when you got all of this stuff. Like I mean, I my, it's camera equipment stays in my living room, lights stay in my living room. I mean bottles everywhere. I mean they in my corner in my dining room, but you know it's bottles. My table stay full of stuff just because me and my roommate in and out or. I, just right now, the table full of rap snacks because I recorded a rap snacks <laughs> review video. I mean, it's it's stuff everywhere. It's coupon and newspapers everywhere. That's clutter. That does not equate disgusting. No. That does not equate equate filthy. That does not equate that your apartment is is dirty. You know, in the sense of inviting bacteria Ugh. and creatures and all kind of other things that would jeopardize this uh level of sanitize that your place is I just don't understand you know like so i'm not gonna live in that like i'm just not that's disgusting to me it's man. very disgusting and i mean you she just lived there with other people like i said i got two dogs in a, in a two-bedroom apartment <laughs> you would not know that shit like if they were in their crates and shit and you just came in my apartment other than the dog toys in the floor which I'm trying and ain't shit I can do about that because they just get scattered. Other than that shit, you ain't nobody gonna ever walk in my house and be like, it smell like piss. I refuse for that to be the because I, I don't want to smell it. And I know that nobody else want to smell that shit either. I don't want to smell dog pee. It smells like ammonia. It's strong. <laughs> it's horrible. Look, I just don't understand. And then you got the audacity to not only throw a party you feeding people out of this nasty ass house and trying to cover it up by not letting nobody in there. <sighs> this is why I don't eat at everybody's house. My mom told me when I was little, you don't, you just you can't eat it. You don't know what people do in their house. <laughs> don't be just going over everybody's house getting plates. <laughs> and this is why she says that. Because the nasty bitches like that, that is disgusting. This ain't common, man. Not that level. But there are other people with other issues in that house that they don't need to be serving people food out of. This is an extreme, extreme case. <sighs> Roaches and silverfish. Silverfish are gross too. Silverfish kind of come from the pipe. Like, I didn't seen a silverfish or two. But silverfish and roaches is too much. It's too much. It's disgusting. Pass. <laughs> So, Brittany, I, my advice to you, one, I would have just made a beeline for my car to answer your question. I, wrong, right, wrong, or otherwise, I would have been so disgusted and so concerned that that there were roaches on me. Like, I would have been so fucking paranoid. I just would have had to leave. I got a fro. You know what I'm saying? Shit get in my hair, and I don't know it sometimes. <laughs> so, uh-uh. Shit, might, one of the roaches might have fell off the ceiling in my I went home and washed my hair. I'd have been so paranoid that it was like gonna be roach eggs in my hair now. Oh my god. 
Oh, and Brittany, I would not suggest you ever hanging out with this friend group again or acquaintance group. Just don't find out what strike three is. I, I don't, you know, somebody might get murdered or some shit. I don't know. Just <laughs> I don't know what would top that, but just don't find out would be my suggestion. <laughs> you don't want to know. Um. Thank you for that hilariously disgusting story, though. Um, like I said, it's just so funny that I saw you right before this occurred. <laughs> and she was so happy and upbeat. <laughs> she left it with the cupcakes. And then she entered the ninth circle of hell. Roaches. I'm playing Dante's Inferno again. I feel like that could have been one of the circles of hell. Like, you get punished by having roaches everywhere and you never being able to get rid of them. That just seemed like some hellish shit. I don't know. Anyhow. Um, that was the only question that we had this week, but it was a doozy. <laughs> so thank you, Brittany, for sharing that terrifying experience. <laughs> if you have a terrifying experience that you would like to share with us, uh, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and send it to us that way, Conversation Con Artists. Um, we'll actually have probably an interesting story next week because we're going to Six Flags Saturday. Maybe. So, um, I always feel like I was in a car accident. Like, I be feeling like I got whiplash. Like, all the jostling that you do on the roller coasters and shit. I feel like... That's because you got a weak neck. <laughs> I think kids just kids are a lot more it's like why why drunk people don't get killed in car accidents and sober people do kids are just so loosey-goosey like oh it's fine and they go with the flow i tense up on the ride and i end up with whiplash or shit. my granddaddy used to say well me and my brother used to say something like granddaddy my back hurt he'd be like you ain't got no back you ain't got nothing but gristle <laughs> i was like oh i got a back <laughs> But we couldn't say that because then he'd be like, you calling me a liar? <laughs> like, granddaddy, goddamn. Anyway. We're going with uh, Cole Jackson from Government Names. Shogun's supposed to go. He can't go. He has to work. So I hate that, but we're all going to go in my mini car. It's going to be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Be an interesting ride. Um... So, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B got into a fight at New York Fashion Week at an after party, apparently. Um, there was a lot of people with their they phones out, but, like, none of the footage is very clear. And actually, the physical, she got into a verbal argument with uh, Nicki Minaj, but Ra Ali from New um Love and Hip Hop. I don't know what else she does. I think she does other stuff too, but that's all I know her from. And it, that's who she got into the fi- actual physical fight with. So I'm still waiting on somebody that had a better angle to release uh, some footage. Was, was that person with Nicki Minaj? Yeah. The person from Love and Hip Hop? That's why I said she do something else, but I don't know what she does. Like, whatever reason that she's on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, Atlanta, maybe? New York? New York. Gotta be New York for her to be hanging out with Nicki. Or maybe she, I don't know, shit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there's a picture floating around a Cardi with like a big ass knot over her left eye. <laughs> and apparently it's because 
I'm sure the frustration with Nikki sneak this and her, but apparently she also said something about Cardi's ability to parent culture, her daughter. Oh, and I just, I mean, I get the frustration. I just don't understand people putting themselves, like you say you're upset about somebody saying something about your kid, but then you go put yourself in possible danger to be taken away from your kid. How the fuck is that? That don't make no kind of sense. And she didn't even get to fucking um, Nikki because Nikki had security and bodyguards. And so the only person she ended up rocking with was Ra Ali. She throwing shoes and shit at New York Fashion Week. Like, really, um, Cardi? Just, I just, I, I just don't like, I don't like Nicki Minaj. I don't really give a fuck about neither one of them. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, they ain't neither one of them. <clears throat> Sorry. And neither one of them blips on my radar. <laughs> okay. But Nicki Minaj's album release is just showing how entitled she feels she is to the position she is. And her whole little podcast. What is it called? She got a podcast. Like, Queens. Uh, Queens. Queens something. something. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know. But, but all she do is bitch and moan on there about how she don't get her just due. And she doesn't. I mean. She just, she feel entitled. She feel that she deserves some, And she's good at what she does. I don't much like it. Mm-mm. But damn. Cause she put out the pink print about 87 times. Pink print reloaded. Pink print this, pink print. Like, at least this album is a different fucking album. I was so tired of the pink print. Jesus. So, Nikki been sneak dissing for the whole time, and I don't. What can you say about her parenting skills at this point? She ain't been a parent for goddamn but. But that's months. what I'm saying. Why would that be something that you you get so upset that you you showing your ass at New York Fashion Week? That's what I'm saying. Like literally, because I say showing her ass because the dress she had on the skirt part got ripped off, and her ass was like out. So she literally but, showed her. But ass. you, you know. I think it was just the final straw and a bunch of bullshit. But again, it's I just I would like to think when I become a parent that I'm gonna weigh out shit. Like somebody saying some shit, okay. Like if you put your hand on my child or or hurt my child in some kind of way, that's one thing. You saying some shit, I'm gonna risk going to jail or or whatever the fuck. I'm talking about me regular, not like me Cardi B or, or Nicki Minaj. Like I ain't finna risk that shit because you talking some shit like. How that makes sense? Like, cause I'm upset, I'm gonna go and and wind up in jail and where I can't parent my child. Is there anything that you can conceptualize that somebody would potentially say that would make you want to slap them in the face or punch them? That they could say to me? Yeah, anything about your mama, anything about any situations you've been through, anything you could think of. I think getting bullied when I was little. I just words don't. I don't get that upset about shit. Because I kind of, I was in a position where I wasn't Have able to. Have you ever hit anybody? Mm-mm. You never been in a fight? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not even with my brothers. I just, I don't, that's when I, I, I can't conceptualize. I don't give a fuck about most things. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't. Um, I We can go back and forth all day. I'll talk with y'all all day, but like. I'm. I just don't get upset about. I've never been. I can't think of nothing that I would get upset enough about to put hands on somebody. Like for real. Well, I, I've said like I only one of the few things I could see me going to um, jail about was if my husband came to me and was like, "Leaving you for Tom." <laughs> what? 
You're gonna do what? But he can leave you for Jasmine. I could accept Jasmine better than Tom because you leaving me for Tom means that you've been dealing with this and ain't said shit. We done had kids, built this whole motherfucking life, and y'all confused ass allowed me to be involved in this, and now you want to run off with Tom. What if it's a trans woman? Still. Anything that I'm gonna have to explain to my children, like he run off with Jasmine is whatever. Like the kid, we we broke up. You still gotta explain it to him. Yeah, but not like well. <laughs> Jasmine used to be James. I guess you don't have to tell them that, but huh, that's something that I could see me getting upset about because that's you lying to me for a substantial amount of time and allowing us to bring kids in the world. But it, like somebody saying something. I, Hey kids, daddy used to want me to get the strap. <laughs> oh. No. No, no, no. Strap on. I don't think that's what fitness said mean when he say get the strap. I hope it's not. <laughs> I don't know what he mean, but it fits. I don't know. It must have something to do with power. If the glove fits, you must quit. I just I don't get upset about what people say. Like that shit don't affect me. It just don't. Like cuz I'm gonna come back at you with something. Like I'm not feeling, I don't ever get upset. If I get upset, that's just going to make me more creative at whatever I throw at you. But like, as far so as you want to throw hands. you would get somebody to the point where they want to hit your ass. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, well, maybe this wouldn't happen if your mama wasn't dead. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, I wouldn't say, I don't know, if I got mad enough, maybe. Uh, yeah, that would be the, I, I would be the person that would get like snapped on somebody would get upset because i said some shit and now your eyes closed and you in the hospital and not even closed on purpose oh god <laughs> it's because you are a victim of domestic violence because you couldn't hold your tongue don't keep asking for these words and you won't get them leave it be you kept talking so i had to keep talking that's what happens you gonna get mad at me because you ain't as creative I'm just saying, you can't hold cardi b to a standard that rational people have okay we already know <laughs> That she is crazy. She we is already crazy. she self admittedly. Yeah. Now, I ain't saying she crazy because I think she crazy. She thinks she crazy and she <laughs> said it. So that's her thing. But we can't hold her to our standards. And Cardi B standards, which I'm sure Nicki Minaj know because she's seen the shows that she come on. She got to know that is she like a lot sneak uh, dissing. What is she what 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 is she? Afro Latina from from new york from the bronx they they got this they fight <laughs> so they do nikki should be very familiar with that because they're from around the same place so there's two different cultures like queens and the bronx is it I yeah think about new york. I, I just know. don't know if there's like beef because of those two environment those different environments i don't, I don't but, think i've ever heard uh, they always rip it's so funny to hear people from new york like bk stand up like really do we do that down here? We don't do that. Don't nobody be like, um, instantly still like I, we don't really, <laughs> we don't really do you that. You see what Captain America did? He dropped the plane on Spider Man. Talking about where you from, kid? <laughs> I don't. One over from Queens and one over from the Bronx. I don't watch Captain America. You cool? That was in the Avengers. You watched that one? The big fight. I don't remember that part. You don't remember the part where Captain America and Spider-Man got into a, a fight back and forth. I mean, it started off with Spider-Man stealing Captain America's shield. Mm -mm. I know? haven't seen it in a while either, so. I'm just, there's a part I where, think I blank out whenever Captain America's on the screen anyway. There's a part where uh, Captain America's strategic prowess 
versus Spider-Man's ignorant youthfulness <laughs> is how uh, Captain America get the best of Spider-Man because Spider-Man is my favorite character. Spider-Man fuck everybody up if he had opportunity, okay? <laughs> if he was the Spider-Man at the peak of his shit, like, he he get your ass. <laughs> but he got the best of him, and then he did somewhere, a plane dropped on him, and he had to catch it. And he said, where you from, kid? And he said, I think he said the Bronx. And then Captain America said, huh, Queens. And then he took off to go help everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So it, it won like a fuck you. <laughs> That's why I threw a plane on your ass type <laughs> shit. You know, so I don't really know that interaction between people in, in New York from between Queens and Bronx. They might collaborate. It might not be that big of a deal. I don't know. But they, I just know they rep where they're from very hard <laughs> in New York. Those different boroughs and shit. They serious about their shit. Meanwhile, I tell people I'm from Talladega and the only thing they know is Ricky Bobby, shake and bake. <laughs> so, yeah. there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't give a shit enough about it. But, this. I mean, you know, needless to say, and I never really, <laughs> this just sounds so stupid to me. This sounds like some old Dolomite black exploitation type shit i just would like to know the origin of this phrase uh don't let your mouth write checks your ass yeah, can't, can't cash. cash yeah i don't know where that come from I it definitely know. come from a white person in anything past the 80s why do you think that it was somebody white i said it didn't come oh from a white oh person. i was like that sounds like some shit we would say <laughs> exactly that was i think that shit, i feel like that shit came from black exploitation movies don't write no check your ass can't cash. I can I can see Dolomite saying that shit right before he kicked somebody's ass. <laughs> Nikki wrote a check. I mean not Nikki. Cardi. Cardi got a big knot on her head. But again, it wasn't Nikki, it was Riley. And Riley is a big lady. And not like she like Burley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> accurate, yeah. She's, she's not small. So Cardi's little. You know, Cardi B look like the stabbing type. She don't really look like the fighting type. Yeah, but I guess she didn't bring a knife with her to the for this show. Not. She probably could have got it in there. I doubt they have, like, metal detectors for the stars to go in. They assume they got, you know, decorum and shit, and they're not going to come in there fighting and shit at one of these fashion shows. So I doubt they would have, like, she had would have buzzed the um, metal detector or some shit. I doubt they have them do that, so... But anyway, uh, you know, whatever. Cardi, Cardi gonna have to, and not even just with Nikki. She respond to people saying shit to her a lot. They gonna talk shit about you, Cardi. Like that's what's gonna happen. You if you wasting too much energy responding to each individual person that say some shit. She stay in her Twitter comments responding to the shit she that people say. She. You know. You gonna stay perpetual in a perpetual state of pissed offness, then. You know our second president, John Adams. I mean, I, okay. I mean, I know clearly y'all didn't have no fucking friendship or no <laughs> shit. But damn, I know who he is. Yes, he created legislation that you couldn't talk shit about him. <laughs> you know, he the president. He didn't. He didn't be like. There's a lot of people that's gonna hate the shit I fuck with, so I might as well not, you know, I might as well get this little thin skin shit out the way and deal with the fact that that's what's gonna happen. No, he created an environment <laughs> to accommodate what he wanted, and you know so what? Ridiculous. Cardi B ain't no damn president, so she can't do that. But 
I just feel the like the difficulty with which it would have to change yourself to accept some shit that you prided yourself on slapping bitches for. <laughs> Using the term bitches and how I feel she would say it, mm-hmm. then that ain't gonna change. But it's gonna hinder her. Like it's too much. You know what I'm saying? Because she she gonna be exposed to a whole lot more shit that she would normally slap a bitch for now because of the level of her 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 stardom. So you gonna constantly be wanting to slap bitches is what I'm saying. Like she's gonna have to develop a thicker skin because you're not only gonna get it from Nikki. You gonna get it from people that ain't fans of yours, or Barb's that are fans of Nikki, or people who just don't like you in general, who think you're gonna be a bad mom because you crazy, or you gonna constantly have people saying shit about you. Period. Point blank. I end feel like that means that you have to be way more intentional about you know your life and your words and how you choose. And I also think you need to prepare to get your ass whipped. You're going to have to get your ass whipped into knowing that these are bad ideas. That's how people change. People don't change because the hypothetical of this might not be good for my career. I might get taken away from my baby. I might lose a fight. You know what has to happen? You have to lose a fight, fuck your career up, or get taken away from your baby. And then you'll change. People don't change to change. Well, she got a knot on her head. I mean, I don't know that it's going to impact her career because, like, the people that rock with her think it's so amazing. She's so real. She still she still don't give a shit about, like, uh-uh. No. It ain't. It's, no. I'm coming to understand that real, <laughs> real means flawed. Real means fucked up. Real is supposed to be like this contrast to something that seems unreal. And in our society... Unreal means somebody that's got everything going on. So I think real means a motherfucker's willing to get out there and be <laughs> what we wish we could be sometimes. Even though being what we wish we could be sometimes ends up in murder. <laughs> so choose what you want to be. A job Do you want to be real <laughs> and at risk of constantly being murdered? Or I guess the opposite of that would be fake. And alive. <laughs> I know what I'm choosing. <laughs> Life. It's just, <laughs> it's just not that deep. But on the flip side of that, we'll go ahead and throw this story out there because they kind of connected. Meek Mill and Drake have squashed their beef. Meek, uh, Drake brought Meek Mill out on his one of his shows, his recent shows, and they was hugging and shit. It's a video of them playing ping pong and shit. They like best of bros. Ping now. pong? Yeah. They could play a ping pong. <laughs> They're like the best of pals now. Um, which is like, cool, good. That's stupid for y'all to be going back and forth. I'm not a meat meal fan because I don't like being yelled at. I've said this many a time. He yelled too much. I don't like it. I don't want to listen to him. Eminem yelled too. I guess it's you not. You got to discern. You, you got to, you got to. But I don't feel like. Can't say that. I don't feel like Eminem is yelling at me. I feel like he's yelling at the people that his rhymes are referring to. When I listen to Meek Mill, it feels like he's yelling at me. <laughs> like, when I listen to Eminem, I don't think anything he ever says has anything to do with me. Because it's usually he directing this shit at very specific people. When I listen to Meek, he just be, it just feel like he's yelling at me. I don't like it. I don't know. I don't like it. So, I don't, I ain't a Meek fan. But, uh, good for them, Meek. 
Meek don't need to Is take no more rap. Depends on what kind of rap you like. People that like be- rap beefs would say no. I don't really give a fuck about rap beef, so I don't know if it's good for rap. It's probably better for them, uh, especially Meek, because Meek took that L. <laughs> Drake is too likable, man. He is. It's hard not to like Drake. <laughs> like, how can you hate Drake forever? <laughs> you you know what? He's a very likable person. He seems to be anyway. I mean, yeah, he seems to be. Well, obviously, but I, re- I really think he's a good person. Look, not a good person. Hold on a minute. Likable. I, I think he's a likable person. Yeah, I think like I think that if you went to Drake's house, you know, and and you dropped a piece of paper on the floor, I feel like he'll pick it up. <laughs> like I don't feel like he'll be like, nigga, I know you ain't dropping shit in my house. <laughs> get that paper and get out. You know. You know, you hear stories about Kanye where somebody was like, Can I use your your charger? And Kanye made made a man sit on the floor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like Drake would let that man use the charger. Yeah. You know, I feel like Drake is just a general courteous dude. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's putting on and the personality or persona that he shows ain't like that. But I feel like he's doing a good job. Because I'm a pretty good judge of character. I, you know. He said, I mean. and Look at human behavior for a career. <laughs> you know. And he was able to, like, get Meek. Where Meek was willing to come, like, and Meek took an L from him. But the thing is, he and, and he was willing to do it. That's the thing. Some people's pride and ego is so high. But that's what that I mean. They wouldn't even be yeah. willing to sit in a room with a person. Not let alone go on stage, because I'm sure Meek got fans that's like, oh, you nigga, you, you, um, you ain't real. You, you just. <laughs> rolled over for this nigga and you doing his shows like i'm sure he's got a lot of that happening in his comments which i hope he ignores because you can't have a fucking thin skin out here when you do this shit but i'm sure there are people who got something to say about him like being cool with drake now and people who would have wanted them to continue to be at odds and, and are upset about it so got a lot of bullshit to say i'm sure everybody isn't happy about it but I think it's cool that they was able to, you know, again, that says a lot about both of them. It says a lot about Meek that he was able to put his ego aside and not worry about how this may look to people. And Drake was willing to just be like, you know what? We did that shit. I put out a song. You put out a song. It is what it is. Come on and and, and come be at, at and my show. Drake is just a nice guy, and I think Meek Mills has had some perspective in his life. The, the jail time yeah, probably Yeah, he was helped. like, bro, I almost got raped <laughs> several times. Like, the beef we had wasn't worth it, man. <laughs> they were trying my booty in there. Oh, my God. I wasn't with it. But now, I, you know, it ain't worth it. I'm okay with this newly found friendship. Do you play yeah. games? Do yeah. you read? What you reading lately? I've been reading James Baldwin's latest, latest, latest piece. <laughs> they seem pretty cool. So now I don't think that Drake and Pusha T would ever get because I don't. I don't think that Pusha T would be Meek Mill. Like I don't think that he would be willing to do that. I just don't. But Lord I could willing. be wrong, huh? Lord willing. <laughs> You said Lord willing, not him. <laughs> so oh, that's the name of his uh him and his brother's first album. Yeah, I know. That's why oh, I said okay. he said Lord willing, not him. So, is, I like that album. You know. I don't see that for them, but good for them. Squashing it and people was going crazy at the Drake concert because it was unexpected. Nobody knew he was gonna come out. Uh-huh. And 
I don't know what the video of them playing ping pong was about. Just I guess to show that they're really friendly now. I don't know. But um yeah. So you got Nikki and Cardi, you know, tan dresses and shit at New York Fashion Week and Drake and, and Mika on stage giving each other daps and shit. So Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> okay, now it's time to talk about the bullshit. Oh, Jesus. Dallas cop shoots a man mistaking apartment for her own. So, I don't, I don't remember the names, but apparently this white lady police officer got off a long 10-hour shift, and she got to the apartment of this young African-American gentleman, and uh, he ended up dead. And so she called the people. Uh, which are her co-workers and was like there's been a police involved shooting it's making it sound like you know regular you know everyday you know black and white interaction shit and uh it turns out that it wasn't the case like she was off duty and she mistook mistook this Man's apartment for her own. What drugs was she? Because let me tell you, I've been drunk. It's, it, it, her report came back negative. I've been drunk. Her toxicology report seemed to have come back negative for anything. And she had, she was in uniform. So if she couldn't have been nowhere to be drunk unless she drank from in her car. She might have. She wouldn't have been able to be in an establishment with her uniform on. But how do you? First of all, when I put a, my key in my door to my apartment, that shit turned. Okay, if you put a key in a locket, it don't turn. The shit ain't yours. Like, and everybody who's talking shit about him, talking about why he opened it up. Now, I wouldn't because I'm a woman that lived by myself. But if I was a dude and you hit somebody jangling your fucking knob and shit trying to get in, you are gonna open it up. Especially if you look out the people and see it's a police officer. You like the fuck is going on? Like, a man gonna open the door? I think a man would open the door. I wouldn't open the door because I'm in here with just these two fucking dogs. I ain't gonna open. I don't care what you're trying to get in here for. This ain't your shit. So you'll figure it out. Like, I'm not gonna open the door. Especially if I look at the people. Well, if I looked at the people and saw I was a police officer, I don't know. I don't know. Because he could have looked at the people, saw I was an officer, and like, the fuck is this officer trying to get in my apartment for? Open the door, bam. As soon as he opened the he door, he could have said, like, how can I help you, officer? <laughs> I feel like I would have said, who outside my door? <laughs> and then... Ideally, they would look, step back, look at the number, be like, oh, shit, my bad. This ain't my spot. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, the hypothesis right now is that they know each other. That's what everybody can saying. They used to date. I don't know. You know, I hate to be racist in these moments or prejudiced <laughs> in these moments, but, like, white women with dark hair, <laughs> they have, like, several different categories. <laughs> And it's based on lip size. <laughs> Otherwise, they all look alike. Lip size and weight. Oh, God. Skinny, dark hair, women with no lips look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I be trying to distinguish. This shit is just... Got a hair length, you know, hair type. It's just crazy. It's like, they, you know, my eyes ain't made to see white people. <laughs> I mean, they, they don't get me wrong. My eyes are made to see white people better than they eyes are made to see us. Because we ain't never on TV. So... We can look like other all the people they said I look like when I worked at Chewy's. <laughs> okay, we got T Pain. What? Got Mark Henry. Mark Henry. We true. got Jamie Foxx. What? We got David Banner. We got Lennox Lewis. We got Malcolm Jamal Warner. I can see Malcolm Jamal Warner a little we bit. We got Rick Ross. No. <laughs> no. Like 
Some of this is because you black, but bald with a beard. Some of that is, but some of it is because white eyes just, I don't know what they be looking at, man. It's them uh, seeing us and distinguishing us is kind of like how they uh, how they deal with music. Even if she like, was... I think they, they dance to the words, <laughs> not, the, not the beat. I don't know how you, I just, I've tried to be off beat. It's so hard. How do you do that? Like, it is so hard to not be on the beat. It's built in. Our African roots. <laughs> All those where they beat drums and did dances. And why would you think that we would be offbeat and couldn't dance every now and then? I didn't try to be offbeat. It's so hard to do that, to not get with the beat. I don't know how they, how, so when I see white people that are not with the beat, I'm like, how are you doing that? How are you? <laughs> this is fascinating. I don't understand how you, <laughs> how do you think they would be able to achieve what we can achieve? Because the beat is, is. You just follow the beat. Like, it's not like, it's not like we do some kind of like intricate shit in our brain that a lot. It's the beat of the song. How can you not follow the beat? It's simple. They don't know what beat is. <laughs> I'm talking about in their genetic structure. In our genetic structure, our blackness allows us to understand that there's something about that beat. That we supposed to move in a certain way too, and we move in that certain way, and it turns into an extravagant performance. <laughs> they don't have that. What did they do when when our African ancestors were back there creating dances and tribal dances and traditions and beats and making drums? They were stealing those people. <laughs> <laughs> so they they they. Came up with their craft. I just well, we go to arts beats the lyrics at the end of this, but I guarantee you we go because when they get drunk, it's even worse. I guarantee you we're gonna see so many offbeat ass white people, and I just don't understand. Like I have tried to not be on beat, and it's very hard, and I still can't do it because I I eventually catch the beat again because I don't know how you don't. But well, anyway, my it, racism aside. Even if that lady did think that he... First of all, I don't know why you think somebody that was robbing your house would open the door for you, but I digress. Even if that was the case, you are a police officer. Why is your first thing to shoot this nigga? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. That, I feel like that's the opposite. What's the opposite? You said you're a police officer. Why is your first thing to shoot people? I think that's the reason why they first thing <laughs> is to shoot people. Because they are a police officer. Their that's, training is not supposed to be shoot first and ask questions later. I, you know, the, the reality is I think that they practice that more than they practice anything. I think muscle memory probably play a role in that jump. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with the the with the the motion of pulling your gun, moving and shooting, I think that that shit is second nature to police officers. I mean, they convince you that it should be just in case you, you know, run into some danger, but. You go, look, even, I just, I can't imagine going into my apartment when I leave here and like some, my, my first inclination is not going to be, even if I had a gun on my hip to, <laughs> my first, it's going to be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It just. But that's because you, you don't have that training. But, so do you think that. If he'd been a white guy and she opened, he opened the door that her training would have still kicked in and she'd have still shot him in the face? No. Well, then what the training got to do with shit then? That ain't training. If it's just training, you're going to do that to anybody every time you come into because a Because, nigga, the system that cops operate under trains them to subjugate black people. <laughs> it don't train them to do that with white people. So the training 
in terms of the muscle memory and the motion of pulling your gun and shooting, that training coincides with this idea that the system tells you that this is where you should ticket and arrest and you know, harass. And that goes in conjunction with that. So when you see that brown skin, you have a different response than you do with the now other. Now this man dead on the floor of his own motherfucking shit because you didn't made a mistake. And not only did you make a mistake and get the wrong apartment, you just shot him for no fucking reason at all because he opened the door to his own shit. And it's worse if you, I was trying to give her the benefit of a doubt. Maybe she was high, drunk, something that would make sense about how you didn't. What makes that a benefit of a doubt, though? How do you not know where your apartment is? I have never, I've. In all the times that I've lived in my in, in an apartment, any apartment, anywhere, I have never gone to the wrong goddamn door. I haven't. I know where my apartment is. So even drunk, I didn't made it. Shit, I didn't made it to my friend's house in Montgomery before. That ain't even my shit. Made it back to his house. Got to the right house. Then, after no, being then why drinking. would that still give her the benefit of the doubt? Because if she was in, well, that's true. But at least if she was intoxicated or high, I said high first because I ain't never been high. So maybe if she was on a different kind of drug, she just might have been confused. I don't know. But you being stone cold sober and going to the wrong apartment. And I didn't work long hours. Okay. I worked for 911 when I lived in uh, Montgomery. And I would work 12, 14 hour shifts. I still never drove back to Village Green Apartments and went to the wrong goddamn door. <laughs> Let's say it's two different paths here. Let's say she absolutely didn't know this dude, okay? Now, I don't know how you don't know this dude because the apartment is close enough to yours to mistake going to your apartment. Like, it was a floor point, below, though. Listen. What? He was a floor below hers. Even at this point, <laughs> unless she just moved in, at this point, if you blindfolded coming in from my apartment from the top, if you blindfold me, I can tell you how to get where we going and I can walk that that path of how to get to where I'm at. Like I don't I don't go to the wrong floor. That's I don't, what I'm saying. I don't do it like I know the path. So one, let's let's say that she let's say all the things that had to happen for her to shoot this man. She had to forget the path or the memory of the path to how to get to her fucking place. Mm-hmm. She had to try to get in her door. And it not working. And and when it didn't work, she didn't look at the number on her door. She didn't look around. She didn't do shit. Because, look, I, I don't, and now this ain't ever dude. Most dudes' apartments that I've been to, though, they ain't got shit outside. Okay? Y'all don't decorate. My apartment got chairs. It's got curtains. It's got flowers. It's got stuff hanging up on the wall and shit. So even the outside of my apartment is going to let me know that I ain't at the right motherfucking door because my balcony look different. <laughs> now, what the next thing I'd like to know is the level of closeness that she had to be would have to put blood splatter on her. Because mm-hmm. if she shot him opening the door, that's close range. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if that's the case. Because to be honest, if a police officer opened up a door, I don't give a fuck who it was. And if I opened up my door and somebody was close enough to pull their gun and reach at me, I would have hit their arm up or something. I wasn't just going to let them shoot. So How late of, was it? Because if he was... Ha- it had to be late night. So I don't know... He might have been half sleeping. Just like, who the fuck at this door? You know what I'm saying? Like I see. I wouldn't have heard that. 
Like some people I like sleepers. I wouldn't have heard I it, but the dogs would have heard it and they would have barked. But see, even that would have let her know. Like, I ain't no goddamn dog. <laughs> yeah, and, and, but also when the door was open, if she saw inside before she shot him, she would have had to bypass the fact that that place ain't organized like my shit is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so many it's reasons. It's so many things. If she didn't know him, it's so many things she had to bypass. And if she knew him, then, I mean, that's just a whole nother level of fucked up because this was a hit. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, she she not only opened this, got this man to open his door so she can shoot him, but she also used her privilege and her position to get out of it by giving some kind of bullshit-ass excuse. I don't really care how you look at it. This is a bullshit-ass excuse. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It would have made more sense if she said, I hated this motherfucker, so I opened the door <laughs> and I shot him when he opened the door. You know? And so, it's just like, uh, they did manslaughter. You know, this is what? this is the charge. Manslaughter, murder, murder, murder requires mur- uh, murder they, requires intent. Yeah, they they require intent. So I mean, I don't think so. Manslaughter get, would be. I don't think she can get charged for anything more than that. Yeah, unless it turns out that she knew him. Yeah, if she knew him in any capacity, if then it is murder. Any kind of picture <clears throat> that they in together or anything, then. Mm. That's, they could charge her with murder, but yeah, murder requires intent. So, an accidental shooting is gonna be manslaughter, unfortunately. That's so scary. We can't do a goddamn. We got another story that's coming later about how, you just can't live your life and mind your business. Do you want to go ahead and go? It kind of goes with this into that one about the grandma. The grandma. So. Another police-related situation. There are two white ladies in the car and a young African-American male. In the back. In the back. And uh, they get pulled over. Mm -hmm. And they get pulled over and the police yell for the, the, the black male to get out of the car. And when they yell for him to get out, he gets out and like, he's young. He's 18. Um, And they like Turn around. Put your hands all the way up. Turn your back towards us. How, and then, you know, he's, and when they tell him to do stuff, like when they say turn your back towards us, he started putting his hand out. They put your hands all the way up. Now walk backwards to us. And he started walking backwards to the room. And he said, walk backwards towards the sound of my voice. This is all going on. And they detain the boy. And they sit him down. And they asking him questions. And he's visibly irritated. And he's answering that question in a way that indicate that he don't want to be answering their questions. And the police, after all this, go up to the car and they, the, the woman in the car say, what's going on? That boy is my grandson. And the police are like, okay, well, I guess we got some kind of misunderstanding. She was like, no, what happened was <laughs> you seen two white women in a car and a black boy in the back and you pulled us over because of that. And now that's all this happening. Go grandma. <laughs> and the police officer was like, well, actually somebody told us that this was going on. And he said it was actually a black person. Okay. Well, I don't know that I buy that. That's, I don't believe that shit. I think that was a lie straight from hell. Because I feel like had the grandma been 
understand like she was irritated she like no this was some racist shit but if she had not been irritated and had been understanding of the police i don't think they would have said it was somebody black i think that was in response to her being upset and saying no y'all did this because he black and we white (laughs) i think that was their response well no no because it was black people that said something about it like i just feel like that that was a response to that like this is and this is why I don't understand the white people burning their Nike shit because of Colin Cap getting this deal with Nike and not understanding or wanting to acknowledge the injustices that he is protesting or was protesting by kneeling. This is the shit that we live with every day. That boy was riding with his goddamn grandmother going somewhere with granny. And got pulled over and harassed by the police. Do you know how traumatic that? And for everybody to say, well, no, the police did their job. They, you know, they pulled him over. They asked him questions. He answered the questions. They let him go. There is no reason why that 18-year-old boy should have been handcuffed and detained the way that he was. And for anybody who don't think that that shit could be traumatizing, this shit would be traumatizing for me at this age. A little 18-year-old who started his day out thinking he just gonna hang out with his grandma and her friend for the day you're not gonna tell me that this is not gonna be impactful so you can kiss my ass talking about he he they didn't kill him okay but this would never have happened had he been white riding in the back with a, of the car with his white grandma wouldn't happen the fact that people don't want to acknowledge this kind of shit when it happens and you want to make all of these excuses and shit is so fucking irritating because there's just no reason why that should have ever happened to and that kid. And this is the thing: the way the way a lot of people are going to interpret this, they're going to look at it and say, "See, he followed the rules. Uh-huh. See, he answered the questions. See, nothing happened to him. But wh- why do I have to practice that more than you do? <laughs> you know, like if Accurate. the police pull you over, whoever you are, if the police pull you over every day." regardless of whether you get a ticket or not, at some point you're going to get fed up with having to be pulled over every day when there ain't nothing wrong and it ain't nothing going on. Mm-hmm. At some point you're going to get tired of it. And that that's the experience for, for black people who who get have that level of interaction with the police all the time. See, I don't have that much interaction with the police. I believe it's because I drive a Subaru. <laughs> because I don't... Black folks don't really drive Subarus like that. But and I got a little mini car. <laughs> for people that deal with that often, why do why do they have to deal with it off more often than their white counterpart? That's the question. And why did they have to question him handcuffed in, in, in the back of the police car? And you ain't gonna tell me his grandma was probably the whole time like, what's what is what's going on? Where you going, with my grandson? What like you know what I'm saying like? But not only that, I, I wonder, because that boy black as hell. He is. He ain't got no white nothing. No, he don't. Okay? So, he might be he probably, like, his black granddaddy probably married a white lady. Yeah. That's what I think. And I think that's how, that's her grandson. That's just my hypothesis. Because he ain't got no version of light skin. And no, unless his mama or daddy light skin and the other parent is black as night. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess that could be the case. Yeah. But he even they didn't, even the grandma didn't quite, I mean, she made that statement, but when the police officer said it was a black person, she said, she kind of laughed a little bit and said, that makes it worse and laughs with the cops. So like, because she got treated with respect, her and, and, and Lucille, her, her and her friend got treated with, they ain't handcuffed these old ladies. They didn't, <laughs> 
They got treated with respect. Was waiting on the sideline while her grandson got his hands behind his back. Because it, okay, if you're questioning him the whole time, they questioned him. He in the back of the cruiser with his hand in handcuffs. He ain't did shit. Mind his fucking business. And again, this is why when white people act like they can't understand what we have said, I just know it's because you don't want to understand. Because this don't take no fucking rocket science to figure out why this would not be okay. If this was your cousin, your sister, your brother, if this was Timmy down the street, you would not be all right with Timmy getting put in handcuffs while he was minding his fucking business. You wouldn't be. Like, I just don't believe it. So it's shit like that just it just it's so disheartening because it's like you can do everything they tell you that you're supposed to do get a job get a home don't don't use government um benefit all of this shit and you still get treated like shit you still got to deal with bullshit on a daily fucking basis it's ridiculous it's like uh muhammad ali Muhammad Ali told her the story. Told a story about after he came back from winning the gold medal for boxing in the Olympics. He said he went to the best restaurant and went in there, and he said he gonna order a steak. And they told him he couldn't eat here. He was like, I just whooped, I just whooped the world's ass for America, and I can't even have a steak when I come back home. Nope. You know, like your status when you're brown don't matter. You're expendable. Yep. You know. Uh, first black billionaire, the owner or the previous owner of BET, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let him check into his hotel in Florida. You know, like it's just no being brown is a situation in America, and sometimes it's subtle, and sometimes it's it's not. Sometimes it's overt, sometimes it's covert. But man, if you keep I just I just don't see how people keep denying that it's a problem. I don't know because they don't want to see. Because at this point, I, again, if I hear somebody say that shit, I'm just like, okay, so you just don't give it. Because there ain't no way you don't see it. You don't want to acknowledge. You don't want to discuss it. It might make you uncomfortable. To t- but it, at this point, uh, you're not gonna make me believe that these folks don't understand and don't see this shit. Like, I just don't. I just think that it makes them uncomfortable to think about and talk about. And so it's better to just be oblivious. You know, ignorance is bliss, as it were. Because I just don't believe people don't see this shit and don't understand at this point why you arrest, uh, detaining this 18-year-old for doing absolutely nothing. He wasn't driving. Like, you didn't pull grandma over. Like, he literally was doing nothing but sitting in the back of the car. He wasn't driving, so he ain't break no laws. Drive. He was literally minding his fucking business. In and the back you know of the, the reality is, when I get pulled over by the police, I'm gonna be very pleasant. I'm gonna be very compliant. I'm gonna definitely do what the officer say. I'm not gonna make any subtle, quick movements. I'm not even gonna have my camera running or my camera on. I'm gonna have my hands on the wheel after I've taken my license and insurance and put it on on uh, the window sill because that's what I do. I Roll my window down, put my stuff in the window sill so that he can grab it easily, and I have my hands on the wheel, which in some places may be dangerous because when they see me fishing around for stuff in oh, my yeah. car, they think that something might be going on. But when they get to me, I'm gonna be non-threatening. I'm going to look them look them in their eyes. I'm going to be respectful, and that's what I'm gonna do. But why do I have to do that more often than my counterpart? 
if the world is fair and even, there should not be statistics that shows that my counterpart gets uh, pulled over less than me. There should not be statistics that shows that my uh, counterpart gets uh, apprehended less than me. There should not be statistics that shows that my counterparts get arrested less than me. It should not be a statistic that shows that my counterpart gets less time in jail than me. Those are stats. The, that, and, and you know what the reality is that there's only one of two realities with those stats, Jen. Red. <laughs> there's only one of two realities with that, that stat. The one reality is that the system is broken and it oppresses and subjugates brown people and the police are the actors in that. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not be the ones that created the system, but they are the enforcers of the system. The other one that I think people believe that they ain't saying because it's going to brand them as racist is that black people just do more bullshit than white people. Those are the only options. So to me, if you don't believe that the system is broken and you don't believe police are acting that way because they have the power to and they are representing the system that created that dynamic, they have to believe that black people just do shit to get in trouble more, which is not true and is racist. And if you believe that, then if you don't want to call yourself a racist, then you're a normal person that espouses racist ideas, which is bad as a racist as far as I'm concerned. Because that's exactly if if that police officer did not know the man whose apartment she basically broke into or was attempting to break into. That means he died because he was black. Had he been white and she did the same thing, he'd have still been alive. They could have explained. He could have, you know, you got the wrong door. It'd have been fine. She'd have went, found her fucking apartment, and went to sleep. Been the end of it. Instead of somebody losing their life because they answered the door. So fucking stupid. Um. Matt Miller died. Overdose. Uh, this is just back to his mental health you gotta take care of yourself Matt Miller obviously had some stuff that he was going through Uh, the only thing my thing with this death was and I knew when I saw the headline that he had died I was like here we go with the bullshit because I knew people was gonna blame Ariana Grande because she recently broke up with him it was a bad breakup. She got with Pete Davidson. Now they engaged. I knew people was going to be like, well, she left him when he needed her. And blah. Listen, when somebody has a drug problem, an alcohol problem, love is not going to get them sober. That is not how that works. That is not how that process works. You cannot love somebody through their addiction. It's just not how that works. Wish it was. But it's not. And so if she made a decision that, because I think they had been together for like two years, she made a decision that she was just tired of this shit and couldn't deal with it no more. That is her right to do that. You can't tell somebody that they got to stay with somebody so that they don't kill themselves. What? I know I don't got to stay. It's unfortunate that Matt Miller died. Like I said, y'all got these demons chasing it with with coke or or heroin or meth or whatever the fuck the case may be the demons are still there you're gonna have to you know face the shit that you have going on in your life apparently you know he died from an apparent overdose a lot of celebrities have expressed their because he was only 26 years old that's very young uh i wasn't no fan of his music i ain't finna sit up and act like i was but anytime I see anybody that like overdoses or takes their own life, it's just really sad because, you know, it was something that had they gotten the help that they needed could have been avoided. 
and it's just sad but all y'all that's trying to blame ariana shut the fuck up because that ain't got nothing to do with anything it don't she has a right to live her life and y'all don't know what happened in that relationship or what made her decide to leave at the time that she did and i think her and pete being engaged is stupid but it ain't got it's not stupid because of matt miller it's just i think it's stupid anytime somebody be together for like two months and get engaged the fuck you don't know this person to be telling you gonna stay with them the whole rest of your goddamn life but as far as like it being wrong because she had just broke up with him she grown as fuck and so was he and unfortunately the decisions that he made led to his death but don't go blaming her that's go ahead turn her damn comments off because y'all was talking all kind of shit to her and i'm sure she's sad her leaving him don't mean that she didn't love him look like i said you can't love people through substance abuse that that ain't the cure for substance abuse is not love (laughs) it's not how that works uh well a love for yourself getting to a place where you want to do better for yourself and you're willing to put in the time because it's hard coming off of a substance but other people in your life loving you does not make you want to do better once them drugs got a hold of you it ain't that simple i just you know i just wonder for the people who are blaming it on ariana grande i just wonder what their measure for it being her fault is is it generally because she's just he's just she's the last person he was in a relationship with that it just didn't happen to go well or is it how bad the breakup was that they think that that makes a difference? It seemed like how bad how bad the breakup was and how quick she moved on. But I think if if we can blame the person that we were with last for all of our drama and our problems, then where is our does our accountability lie? Mm-hmm. And why I, don't everybody that had bad break? You know what I'm saying? Because then it, that it will follow the same trajectory. You know how many people out here had bad fucking breakups, or how many people you break up with somebody and then the next week they all wrapped up with somebody else, and you questioning whether and they must have already been with this bitch. <laughs> that is not the case though. He has a responsibility in his own life. And like I said, it seemed like he was already, you know, running from some shit that he hadn't dealt with, which probably led to a large part of why they broke up. Even if it didn't, even if she just said, I don't like your haircut it's stupid and decided to break up with him. That is her right. You can't tell somebody that they have to stay with somebody because of what it's going to do to that other person. That is not how relationships work. <laughs> she didn't have to do shit. She can leave. And he could have chose to to go get the help that he needed and move on with his life too. But he wasn't in a place yet where he could do that and unfortunately he overdosed. Was he he was he not like involved in drugs like that until after this situation or no, something? No, yeah. She and that I mean she had, had come out and said that he was doing drugs the whole time she was with him. It had got progressively gotten worse. He had become um abusive to her and so she left. But apparently he had always had issues with drugs. It just kind of had progressively gotten worse. You can't blame nobody else for your shit. Mm -mm. I mean, you can, but it really just shows how irrational you are. So if you are a person who is trying to blame Ariana Grande for Mac Miller's overdose and eventual death, then you got a problem. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong with you, and it's going to show up in your relationships. It's going to show up in your friendships and... People are going to hate you at some point. If y'all ever seen that show, Intervention, trying to love somebody through substance abuse is what intervention is. 
them people be paying mortgages and well i don't want her to be out here on the streets process like they enable the person content to continue to do yugs to continue to do drugs through this lens of i want to protect them and i want to help them you can't look somebody through addiction addiction once the drugs have a hold of that person it's gonna take a whole lot more than you loving them it's gonna take a whole people i talk about all the time how you know she told she chose the drugs over her kids she had no choice you know what i'm saying like that shit is not as simple as well i ain't gonna smoke crack no more today is the day i'm just gonna put the pipe down and walk off into the sunset it's not how that shit works it's not it just isn't which is why people when they get strung out a lot of times end up ODing because getting off of that shit is difficult but you you loving somebody trying to love somebody through it usually look like you enabling them because you ain't gonna be able to force a change in them you're just not gonna be able to do that drugs is not a simple like you know what I love you Tom so just you know just just put the meth down <laughs> it's not how it works it's a process a very long very difficult process mac obviously was not in a place yet where he was ready to deal with his shit and unfortunately again he overdosed before he got a chance to to do that and it's sad again 26 is young as fuck to lead this earth but ariana grande is not to blame for that she just isn't and anybody who's blaming her kick rocks y'all are stupid leave that girl alone again she had to delete or had to um Disable her comments and shit because people were saying all kind of fucked up shit to her, blaming her, telling her it was her fault. And look, if y'all don't think she probably don't feel a level of guilt anyway without y'all even saying that shit because that happens a lot of time when you leave, you you know, you ain't with somebody no more and some shit happened to them, then you're crazy. And then y'all want to add on to that by saying all kind of bullshit to her. Y'all don't know what kind of frame of mind she's in. So y'all just sit the fuck down, mind your business. It's sad. If you are a fan of his, more his death. And if you weren't, just shut the fuck up. Move on. Don't be out here blaming that girl. Leave her alone. She probably dealing with it enough as it is. Because it was, I mean, you stayed with somebody for two years. I, I don't think she, that she didn't care about him no more. But again, you can't love somebody through addiction. At a certain point, you're just going to have to decide, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to start cycling down myself. Or I'm going to get out because this ain't healthy for me. You can't blame her for doing what was healthy for her by not being sick with him. But rest in peace to him. Like I said, anytime, you know, I see somebody lose their life that young, especially with some dumb shit, some overdose type shit, it's just sad. Again, I wasn't a fan of his, but he had plenty of people that enjoyed his music. He had uh, a talent that some people in the world enjoy, and it's sad that that is gone now. So, you know, shout out to his family. And shout out to Ariana. I'm sure she, again, is having enough guilt and shit about this as it is without people adding on she to it. She's all in the news for all kind of shit. And I bet she just, she can't be having a great time. No. Right now. But I mean, you know, I hope the dude, Pete, I hope he's good. And I hope he's, uh, you know, support for her. I hope she got therapists and counseling. I got hope she got people in her environment. That will allow her to, you know, will help her get over this. She had a lot of it. She had all them kids get killed at her show when she was overseas. That shooting that happened. She had this relationship with him that went south. She just got felt up on <laughs> national TV. And now he didn't die. 
I hope she's in therapy because she had a lot of traumatic shit that has happened and here recently because I forgot I just thought of that shooting just popped in my head out on kids that died at her damn concert which again wasn't her fault but I can imagine that that was difficult for her so I hope she gets she just had a lot of bullshit happen here lately that's traumatic that she would need some help for so hopefully she getting the help that she needs so I don't remember if we talked about Colin Kaepernick last week or anything did we I feel like we didn't Anyway, whether we did or not, this week has progressed ridiculously in terms of Colin Kaepernick and Nike. So basically, Nike has had Colin Kaepernick on the payroll the whole time. Ain't nobody known mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick was on the payroll. And I guess Nike been trying to figure out the best way to shit on America. <laughs> shit on Make America Great Again America, right? You know, and not only that, I, I don't think that's really what it was was about. I really do think it was that they support, you know, Colin Kaepernick. I think they understand what he's been trying to do. But Nike has always stood in front of people who were subjugated for somehow or in their sport. Like it, it, and with Tiger Woods problems, they stood by Tiger Woods with Serena and then, like, they released something when they came out and said she got to change from that cat suit that Nike oh, made, yeah. you know. And now it's Colin Kaepernick, but they chose a time to come out when, oh man, it's too late for the NFL to do anything. And they didn't sign a contract with Nike. Exactly, like the NFL <laughs> signed a con- now all this time they knew that Colin Kaepernick was on the payroll. They knew that they signed a deal with Nike and they waited until the week down before the football season opened up to say, boom, we support Colin Kaepernick. He's going to be the face of our Just Do It campaign. Here's a gigantic ad in the middle of Times Square in New York. Like, they have huge billboards. Not only that, they got time to do, they had time to do that ad on the first NFL game. (laughs) I don't know if they did, but it was reported that that was what they were going to do. I'm like, Nike is that's a big Nike. fuck you. Nike's balls is bigger <laughs> than the balls that drop on New Year's Eve. That is a big ass fuck you to so the NFL because of that. White people whiten. So many white people have been burning. Gu- now I was talking to a friend the other day, and it's funny to me when people be saying like white people, like when they spell it. W H Y P O P O, or they call white people Mayo Sapiens. It's funny to me, but I don't like I don't like doing that myself. I don't I don't like saying that stuff out of my mouth myself. I, it's just it's just real invalidating, man. I just it is. I don't, I don't like it. type it, but I do. You know, I feel like it'll be like it. calling me a moon cricket or something like that. A white person calling me a moon cricket. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not or something that's related to black. Like, moon cricket. You know, like. If they, you know, if I'm gonna they use call, that now. <laughs> moon cricket. That's I'm just an old ass cricket. racist word, you know. But so I don't use. I don't. I don't really like using that. But they've been burning their Nikes, cutting swooshes off of their stuff of shit they already paid for. You paid for this shit. Let me tell you something, okay? I had a huge problem with Shea Moisture. When they did that ad with the white people, I felt like, listen, white people got Pantene, Aussie, Garnier. They got enough. We do not have to be inclusive. Don't do this, Shea Moisture. 
I did. I can tell you what I didn't do. I did what I didn't do was go in my bathroom and throw away them jars of Shea Moisture I had. That shit went in my head. You know why? Cause I had already paid for it. They had already got that money, and I was gonna use the shit I bought. You know why? Now, I didn't buy no more. Because <laughs> your resolve wasn't strong enough. Fuck that shit. If your resolve was strong enough and you cared about black people enough, you know what? You would have pulled all of that Shea Moisture out. They already got the money. How that's hurting them? How that's hurting them? It's hurting me. Now I got to go buy some more shit to put in my head when I got this shit right here that work. I'm going to use this and just not buy no more. Me pouring that shit out, them cutting the, the swoosh off of their shoes doesn't hurt Nike. You just walking around like a dumb ass. Nike already got your money. Them socks that you burn, they already got the money for that. That jersey, them shoes, your backpack, whatever the fuck it is, Nike, that you had that you burned, white people. You didn't do shit but make yourself look stupid because they already got the money. And guess what? Nike's stock went up. <laughs> when you put that Shea Moisture in your hair, you was walking around with colorism in your head. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. I was walking around with some product I paid for in my hair. Now, again, after the fact, I didn't purchase anymore, and I still have it. Right now, I'm using Cream of Nature, okay? That's that's my go-to for my hair products. I'm using Cream of Nature everything and, and Eco Style Gel. So, but I wasn't finna throw away. You know how much Shea Moisture shit is? Do you know how much I paid for them little jars and shit? I wasn't gonna throw that away. Mm, that wasn't gonna hurt Shea Moisture. That was gonna hurt me and my pockets because I was gonna have to again go find something else, take the risk of it not working, and then maybe even have to buy some more shit. Don't even do that shit. Mm -mm. Nope. Use what I had because I already bought it. I just didn't buy no more. So white people, I don't know why you think that. <laughs> you just look stupid. Not one time did I see them see anybody burning or cutting or anything and i'm you know what they really stand behind what they believe they all just look stupid to me because all i thought about was all this wasted money <laughs> some of these socks was brand new <laughs> you ain't even get to wear them holes that's crazy no mm -mm. sorry that's stupid and and how long is this gonna go on so y'all just want colin cat just to be out here just just fucked up whole rest of his goddamn life because he's out against something he ain't believe in and you know what <laughs> i went to go eat with my friend we went to get some ice cream we went to get cold stone mm -hmm. and i just couldn't stop looking at people's feet white people's feet <laughs> i was like now nah, i don't know if you are wearing them nikes because that's all you got and you love them or if you support the cause <laughs> i don't know but, and then yesterday, I actually went to the Nike outlet to buy some Nikes. Mm -hmm. You know, I was going to try to support, you know, passive support of the situation. I ain't out here with a Black Panther fist and fro <laughs> on my Facebook profile. You know, I ain't I ain't got the African flag somewhere in my photos. I ain't that vigilant <laughs> when it comes to these things. And I know that about myself. But I went to go buy some Nikes, and you know what? They didn't have the ones I wanted in my size. So. Jim Carrey. Don't know if I'm going to buy them or not was on a late night show i can't remember which one and put his feet up on the desk and was like check these out got what did he say something about freedom shoes <laughs> and said that you know shout out to nike for supporting colin kaepernick and um so i thought that was and then of course people like he invited to the cookout not real jim carrey was like the only white cast member on 
and live in color for the longest time. <laughs> like Jim Carrey been out here talking Jim shit. Jim Carrey might be cooking at the cookout. <laughs> exactly. As far as like popular black. And, and y'all uh, talk about inviting him. Black How you want to invite him somewhere he going to already be? <laughs> but my brother was like shooting ideas at me. He act out in Hollywood. So he was giving me some ideas and like he sent me some of his videos and they were political. You know, like, and you know, I live in the the uh, Bible Belt, deep South. So mm-hmm. you know that the kind of politics they have out there is different. And when he do his sketch show, it's a lot of very very liberal politics. Mm-hmm. So California, California is a very liberal state. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you should expect most celebrities to be, to liberal. be more liberal. Yeah. Versus the um, politicians. What is his name? What is his name? Tim Allen. Tim Allen, oh, who yeah. had his show, who wanted to bring his show back because of Roseanne. You know, he on that, you know, everybody too sensitive today. People can't say what they oh, want to say. Shut up. Tim. Shit. So he want to bring that back. But, like, it's not that many of them. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who are, are very liberal out there, you yeah. know? And so when you talk about somebody like Jim Carrey, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> He threw them shoes up down at that. What did he say? The only shoes approved for freedom or some shit like that. Something about freedom shoes. It was funny. But, you know, the th- the biggest problem with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation is Donald Trump had a rally the other day, and he was basically, who's going to win in this battle with the national anthem? And they were all like, we are, you know? So it goes so much Ain't deeper. Ain't no fucking battle. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, that's that's the representation of how deep this situation goes. Oh my God! In terms of Donald Trump using this issue to get his crowd all riled up, and the crowd actually taking the bait. You know what? If all the Trump supporters were fish, they'd be all dead because they'd be on a hook because this, the bait just got them. I just and I know this every time. Terrible. I just feel like the people who are still supporting him at this point just have to be of a lower IQ than the rest of it. I just, I don't, I just, especially the poor ones. The rich ones, maybe I can still see it because you're still a Republican at heart and he's still, like, the shit he does is still going to be beneficial to you as one of the 1% or whatever. Poor white people who are the ones at these rallies with this bullshit, just like, y'all have got to be of lower intelligence than the rest of us. You just have to be. I don't understand at this point. Like, really? Oh, my God. And now, did you see that the guy he talked to, the veteran, people was mad at the vet that told him about kneeling because they was like, okay, so now I can get behind him. Because he did it. He's done a, some more interviews saying that. Yeah, I told And all of the rest of this time, this shit been going on. He's been radio silent. Let me bring something else up, too. So, there is a gentleman named Pat Tillman. Okay. Have you heard of Pat Tillman? I have not, but that name just sounds like it's going to be some fuck shit. Maybe you've seen this picture. So they put Colin Kaepernick's ad up, say sometimes sacrificing something means sacrificing everything or whatever it says. And then they put Pat Tillman's picture on it with the same quote. Pat Tillman left the NFL in 2004 to go to war. This was after 9-11. He left the NFL to join the army went there and was killed. And they're using him as a, a representation of what true sacrifice means. Apples apples and oranges. Maybe, uh, maybe apples and oranges, but the reality is if that's the example you use, 
the shit ass job you at when you could be going to the military <laughs> and sacrificing for your country mean you ain't shit either. But meanwhile, you at home cutting up Nike socks because somebody's protesting shit. Yeah, like you not finna <laughs> use Pat Tillman as lateral for Colin Kaepernick not sacrificing enough when your ass ain't sacrificing shit. You know what I'm saying? Stupid. And when veterans support Colin Kaepernick seemingly as a whole. And when the reason that he, the way that he shows that he respects the flag as much as he can while protesting came from a veteran that told him how to do it. Now, I don't know if this is a common known fact, a little known fact, but Pat Tillman was killed by friendly fire. (laughs) He was not killed by the enemy. He was shot in the head by the people who was supposed he was killed by Americans. So at the end of the day, he is a very, very bad example of how patriotic we supposed to be in that sacrifice. It's not funny. And I don't know why that made me chuckle a little bit. Just because it's like how the fuck did they end up shooting him accidentally? That's what happens. <laughs> but then his wife and the person who did his biography said that Pat Tillman would have been the first person kneeling with Colin Kaepernick. Mm. So don't use his name like that. And they using that Molly Tibbetts the same way. Molly Tibbetts was killed by an undocumented immigrant, or allegedly killed by an undocumented immigrant. Oh, until he have his day in court, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know, but what's happening is Fox News are using her death and the, and the right are using her death to say that if this person wasn't in this country, then that person would still be alive. But her family is coming out saying stop using her name because what she believed was that everybody should have had an opportunity to be in this country. So you're not going to use what you believe and her death as a platform for that when she didn't believe what you believed. You know, but like they keep using that shit as a blanket to drive their message home. And then Candace Owens who is that new white ring wing black person? Oh God! Now, let me tell you something, Red. If me and you started a YouTube channel called Mister On Point and Red Love Trump, we, <laughs> were, we could be rich. Okay, uh. our souls will be sold to the white devil. <laughs> But we would be rich. We would have some notoriety because that silk and diamond shit, they ain't smart enough. No, they're not. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But Candace Owens up to two years ago was very liberal. And every time this happened, they put out a video that says, I voted for Obama twice. Now I'm a Republican. They got a video that come out like that, that shows the transition. No, what it is, is being liberal won't make me no money but being a black republican will get me a platform yes. in which I can be here so she on Fox News and others, she put up a damn uh, she put up a post that said uh, talked about uh, how bad it is and how the left politicizes funerals like they did Aretha Franklin funeral because you know uh, Joe Biden made it a little bit political uh, that black pastor that was talking bullshit about black lives who obviously is right winged was the one who made it the most political Candace. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, but <laughs> but it's okay when you use a Pat Tillman and it's okay when you use a Molly Tibbetts. That is like the, the the But they did the same thing for that very event because again that black pastor was terrible. The hypocrisy 
that they don't recognize that they are espousing is is ridiculous. I just I, I can't I can't with them. I just can't. <laughs> you know, it, it, the world exists. You know, and I'm coming to realize that there's a lot of problems on the right and a lot of problems on the left. But that's why I, I just don't subscribe to a Republican or Democrat. I don't subscribe to left or right. I just subscribe to what I believe in, which is a mixed grab bag of a whole bunch of shit that a whole bunch of different people believe in. You know, and I just. I just wonder if politics always been like this and I'm just now recognizing it because I'm in it or politics is really different than it has always been. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to get an answer there. I guess I have to talk to a historian to see how different it is. I mean, I know, I know that, you know, with Watergate, uh, there was a person who said, I'm going to tell all named deep throat, which I don't really know how, I don't know. The term deep throat, I don't know <laughs> if the bad term came first or, or that person came first. And I don't know how. But anyway, um, he came out and was like telling all the secrets of that administration in terms of how the president was a criminal and doing criminal acts, but justifying it because he was the president mm-hmm. versus the same thing happening today. I don't know if you heard about that New York that Times op-ed. op-ed. Oh where it was some high-level senior official basically said, Trump fucking up. We all know he fucking up. We like some of the shit he do, but the other shit that he could be doing that y'all don't know about, we stopping that shit. <laughs> That's essentially what the op-ed said. And, man, it, this shit couldn't be no closer to a reality TV show if we was watching fucking Love and Hip Hop Trump. <laughs> or just The Apprentice. He's been on reality TV. He's just living out his reality TV days in the White House. Um, you'll appreciate this real quick. Last thing that I have is that Kanye West was the creative director for the first ever Pornhub Awards. Really? Yeah. He, you know, he picked out the outfits for the presenters and designed the sets and what? So (laughs) what awards would be awarded at a porn Board Do you know show. how that came about? No. Kanye West was doing an interview with the interview with Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, What has changed in your life since you've had a daughter? And he said, No, nothing, ain't nothing changed. I still watch porn. You know, and I don't know how he concocted that answer from what was asked. <laughs> But, you know, he was like, well, you don't really have to tell us that kind of personal stuff. He said, we might as well keep going and started talking about what type of porn he watched. He was like interracial, clearly, you know, and because of that interview, Pornhub offered Kanye West a lifelong premium subscription to Pornhub. (laughs) And that's when the talks of him directing some porn films came about. How much is a premium subscription to Pornhub? Kanye West does not need uh, to be gifted. That's the nature of celebrities. <laughs> they they get gifted shit so that you can say like they are part of Is it like Netflix? Netflix is seven ninety nine. Is it more than seven ninety nine? I don't remember. <laughs> like, and and me not remembering mean that I used to have one. <laughs> Maybe. What the I hell does a premium subscription get you? Okay, so you have a porn network, okay? <laughs> okay. And 
you got hundreds of videos on your porn network. Okay. But what you do on the free side is put out eight of those videos. And if you want to see <laughs> the other 92, you got to have a premium Pornhub subscription because that's how I get paid. So what you do is you get your best video, not best videos together, but you get the ones you think are enticing. You kind of edit them and cut them out. And then at the end of your video, you be like, if you want to watch the full video, subscribe to my channel, Pornhub Premium. So... That's what premium does. It basically, it's like getting on a flight, like the last flight I was on. Oh, yeah, where you they start let you watching watch the movie. <laughs> and then as soon as the plane started moving, it shit cut off and said, pay us <laughs> if you want to keep watching this. You know, so that that's kind of what Pornhub Premium does. And I just, what awards would be given out at a porn award? Like, I know they have you other never, ones. I know they have other ones, but I don't know what the categories are. Like... Best actor. Have you seen how horrible <laughs> porn acting is? No, you that's what I mean. Porn. But I've seen porn, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, how do you get a best act? How do you pick a best actor? That's like saying the best turd, like out of all the turds. There's no, still turds. No it's, no, it's not. You know they have actual themed movies, but in, the acting is still terrible. Not though. necessarily. Some of them, some of them porn stars can act. <laughs> okay. Considering that their primary purpose to be there <laughs> is not acting, okay? <laughs> I mean, some of them act better than other ones. Some of them just stupid. They they don't have to be smart or good to do that job, though. But some of them porn stars are just really, really smart people that like sex and are the business-minded and they're marketing their bodies in a way that's going to bring them financial, you know, pinky... Uh, skin diamond. Um, skin diamond. I'm only mentioning black porn stars because I. But why is her name Skin black. Diamond? I don't know. That just sounds like a diamond made out of skin. It just sounds like some serial killer stuff. But mean, that just put me in the mind of Ed Gein, the guy that was like killing people wearing a skin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's a name. That's but, weird. DJ Vlad used to have porn stars come on there and do interviews and you know between the interviews of rappers and other i uh you know pop stars and different stuff that mm-hmm. was on there you know every now and then one will start playing and i before i change it i'll be like who is because i'd be in the car listening mm-hmm. to it i'd be like who is this and i pick it up and be like i know who you are <laughs> <laughs> and then i and then i'd be like she's smart she got sense you know it ain't like you know i mean some porn stars i'm sure just knee deep in trauma and go in that room and get fucked up and just do whatever they ask them to do while they high as shit and then they get their check and they leave and it's a sad sight to see. But, you know, I'm just telling you what I know. But anyway, I mean, so they they have different categories of of, uh, uh, for those you know, for porn stars. Yeah, Tiana Tiana Taylor performing I just feel like that is like the bottom of the barrel when it comes to like performances. She performed at the thing. <laughs> she signed under Kanye. He probably paid her a shitload of money. Kanye's ego would not not allow him to be that part, that much of a part of something, especially if he can be the fashion sense behind yeah, it, even if it's not a good idea. You got black girls rock that 
that happened yesterday or is happening today. Like it's all these other good stuff that Tiana could have been performing on that she ain't, and then she <laughs> she performing for That just seemed like the bottom of the barrel. Like that, that it's just certain caliber of stars that would what never do that. There's other stuff people ain't paying them like Kanye will pay her to do something. I guess, but like I just I. I guess this goes into the question of it, it, how much is your pride worth in your art. I wouldn't want to be the artist that that performed at the Pornhub Awards because I feel like there are calibers of artists that would never, no matter how much money they would offer, wouldn't do no bullshit like that. They wouldn't want their name synonymous with no shit like the Pornhub Awards. Like, <laughs> so even if she got paid a lot, with her already having like difficulty, like really popping. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's so sad. That's like when I see somebody on Love and Hip Hop. I feel like when you are on Love and Hip Hop, your shit is over. Like, that is the bottom. <laughs> you ain't got nothing else going on in your life. Love and Hip Hop is the bottom. I feel like Pornhub Award performance is a ring below being on Love and Hip Hop. Like, just for her, you know, she's still somebody that's trying to still pop. Like, and I didn't like the album that she put out. I don't think a lot of people liked it. Like, this ain't, just ain't the way for people to take her seriously, I guess. I, I just wouldn't, the amount of money wouldn't be worth it. Especially when she married to a NBA player. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to be associated with that. Especially where she in, where she is in her career. But, you know, whatever. It's like doing love and hip-hop to me. Whenever I see somebody new on Love and Hip Hop, I'm like, damn, it ain't got that bad, nigga. You on Love and Hip Hop? Shit. Say it. <laughs> Happens every now and then. Like crack. Like, you just, oh, damn, she didn't fell off the wagon. She just didn't. She out here snowing crack. Or coke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's when it's real bad. <laughs> like, who even let you do that and why? <laughs> I ain't letting you do that. <laughs> yes. That is the very bottom. You hit the bottom, just like, damn. That's how I look at love and hip hop. Anytime I see somebody out there. About love and hip hop? No, just about somebody snorting coke off of their meats. <sighs> why? Why? And some people, you just can't really ask why. It don't matter. They doing it. They got problems. Can they get high from that if it gets on the tip? Like people put stuff in their ass to get high because you. <laughs> I'm sure. It, I'm sure it is. It just getting in your bloodstream fast. I'd imagine that would burn though. It's, it's coke or it numb. It'll Might it'll be the numb. numb. Okay. I don't, I don't, how, don't do that, people. I don't know how we got here, but that was my last thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I ain't got nothing else. <laughs> So you got you got anything else on your mind? I, that was it. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.